Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. It's another week. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about how we don't have a title. We don't have a title, <laughs> don't have a title guys. So we're going to title it later. But yes, what we're going to talk you'll about. You'll know what the title is. Yeah, you'll know what the title is because whenever you click on this, you're going to see a title. Okay? <laughs> Great. So, but what we're really going to talk about are artist friendships and relationships and how we can boost each other up without having to actually think about like a marketable product, something that is so businessy. We normally say before we do that, <laughs> we, we talk about our creative weeks. But if you are watching us on YouTube, you will see that we are in the same setting as we were in last week's episode and the week before that because we have decided to record a few episodes together while we can sit next to each other. Aren't we cute? (laughs) (laughs) And the very fact that we were doing this is what inspired this episode, hence the fact that we don't have a title as we're talking to you. But we inspired ourselves with this topic because we love working together and we have found that we feed off of each other in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we just thought that we would explore that a little bit with you guys. Yeah. So let's do that. All right. Okay. (laughs) I felt like I needed to do like a cheer clap or something. I was never a cheerleader though. Ready? Okay. Yeah. I'm not a cheerleader either, but I saw a movie once and they did that. So they did. So I think that um, what kind of got into this was the fact that um, at some point in time in life, I was kind of scared to get to know people and to really open myself up and and to create really good, strong relationships because that requires vulnerability, right? And uh, so we were sitting beside each other and we were like, man, these are probably some of the best episodes that we have recorded on this podcast. And I was like, it's probably because we're sitting next to each other. And, uh, and we have this relationship. And so that opened us up to consider things that we do that you guys might be able to do if you've not considered it before, if you have artist friends. And sometimes it can be, when we talk about collaborations, a lot of times you think about things that you can sell or make together and sell. And it doesn't always have to be that way, even though we do that as well, because we wrote Finders Keepers together and it's a book that's out in the world and people buy it, right? Yeah. Um, You have the podcast, mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily have to do something so, you know, out there into the world. Professional kind of thing. So um, we wanted to give you some ideas about things that you could do if you feel a little gimmicky or if you want to, you know, develop a relationship with an artist friend on a deeper level. There you go. Okay. All right. Go for it. So I think, I'm sorry, my hair is all blowing in my face and I can't see anything. Um, So one thing that we came up with was work session partners, and this could look a few different ways. I know in the writing world, just being very specific to writers, something that's become very popular is to do 
writing sprints or word sprints. And um, a lot of times this happens on Twitter. It's a big place where this happens. You know, somebody will tweet out, hey, um, word sprints at this time. And so a whole bunch of writers will, you know, set their, their time or set their alarms. And at that time they start writing and it could be 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. And then when the time is up, the person tweets again and says, all right, how do we do? Yeah, how'd you do? <laughs> you know, and everybody posts and tweets their um, number of words and things like that. Um, so that's one way to have a little work session. Yeah, and, and I think sometimes we think about artists' lives as being very solitary and alone, and this is just one way that we can open ourselves up and be involved with other people and kind of break that stereotype. So there was an author that I was following who recorded her screen, and like she did, did uh, Pomodoro, uh, was it the timer oh, thing? Yeah, the Pomodoro. Pomodoro yeah. or Pomodora method? I think it's yeah. Pomodora. So it's like, but if I'm wrong, just forgive it and, and let's go on with the, the story. So <laughs> so she did like 10 minute sessions. She would write, 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 write. And, um, and she would record it in a video and send it to, I think it was particular people. I don't think that it was out, you know, like in public in the world. So maybe because I was on a newsletter or something like that. Anyway, so I, it, this was not real time. I would actually like pull it up and uh and minimize it but i could hear the sounds of her timer and also her clickety clack on her um on her keyboard so and that was really inspirational for me too because i was like oh i I don't know it didn't feel like i was alone because she was you know, that video was there and I could hear the clickety clack. And so that kind of makes me think about other types of artists and how can we take that and make it bigger for other creatives. And so what I'm thinking about there is that you could open up a video chat. You could do it on your phone or you could do it on the computer or even if it was um, just a chat bot or something like that where you're just sending messages back and forth, emails or something. But uh, if you are a particular type of artist, especially like visual artists, I think that would be really cool where you are trying to do some studio time and just having another person who's also doing studio time whether they are in the same city or if they're in a whole other state or across the ocean whatever you've got somebody who is on the other end of that computer or that telephone and uh and, and you take an hour you dedicate an hour or two hours or however long it's going to take to um to complete that session and you just have somebody else working with you while you're working and I, I felt a companionship whenever I had that video open and I could hear the clickety clack, you know? So I feel like there's a potential that you guys would feel that too, no matter what your medium is, if you had somebody else working at the same time. That's really cool too, because if you have friends who have other mediums that they work in, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same medium. It could be just the two of you doing something creative and working together. That's true. Joy found a cat. It did. So. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> so that's that part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another thing that you could do is to learn something together, take a class together. Um, I think, and we've talked about this before a number of times, how you get so much more out of something when you are learning it with another person. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I might pick up on something in a workshop that May didn't, and May might pick up on something in a workshop that I didn't. And so when we're when we're comparing notes and talking about it later, then we get double 
the stuff yes. out of it. Double stuff. Ooh, double some Oreos. Sorry. I really want an Oreo now. Yeah, I think that that is super helpful because you're going to get even more out of something than you would have otherwise. Mm -hmm. So. I think the perfect example of that is when we took the Maggie Steve Otter writing course together. Yep. And so we actually planned planned it to share with you guys too. But when we compared our notes, Joy got things that I didn't get on the first watch, and uh, and I got things that Joy didn't get on the first watch. So yeah, you can definitely expand the learning experience if you're doing it with someone. Definitely. Yeah. And that rolls right into the next point. It's like, once you've learned the things, then you two uh, can teach other people what you've learned. And you can kind of just spread the love, spread the wealth, and open up yourselves to other types of relationships. Exactly. And one other little thing about the learning thing, uh -huh. even if you can't learn the same thing at the same time or something yeah. like that, like we did the, um, the Maggie Seagarter thing together, um, or at, uh, you know, around the same time together, um, what if I was able to do a conference that she wasn't, and she was able to do one that I couldn't? Well, hello, we can share, you know, what we've learned from each of them. So yes. you pay for one conference and you get two. Um, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. also backgrounds, too. And this is where it comes, um, it becomes very handy if you've become friends with other creatives who have had experiences and opportunities and have learned things that you haven't. Oh, yeah. Um, or just have strengths that are different. We talk about this a lot with critique partners, the mm -hmm. whole strengths and weaknesses thing. Um, because you can learn from whatever their strengths are or whatever their backgrounds are mm -hmm. or you know, whatever the case may be. And you each have those things that the other one doesn't. So just plan a time and share. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that you brought that up. I am too. <laughs> so then, um, let's see. What, what would be another thing? Oh, um, so I don't think that this is, this is tied to a, a, a medium, a creative medium. So I've, I'll go ahead and say this one, but sometimes what we need is just a listener. So there are very, there are things that we can be empathetic about, even if we're not in the same creative uh, creative medium, because there are so many similarities with people who have creative spirits and mindsets. I think it's really important to be open to just talking to somebody if they if they're having issues or if you're having issues. Just being able to say, "This is a a person that I can I can spill with." Yeah. You know, and that they're not going to judge me. They're not going to try to fix things. They're just going to listen and we're going to be able to, I'm going to be able to work this out and talk this out and talk this through um, with this person who I would love and respect. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing that comes into play there is just having encouragers, mm -hmm. you know, because those people um, through that process, you're being encouraged by having them listen to you or, um, you listening to them and being encouraged for the fact that maybe you're not alone. You know, yeah. there are other people who are um, having some of the same concerns or issues or, or, you know, just struggles that you are. Um, and so that's, that's another really beneficial thing with creative. And I, you're a hundred percent right. It doesn't have to be the same creative. You can mm -hmm. definitely um, do that across, across mediums. Yeah. And, and just being a good listener is a, a good characteristic to have in life too. So why not practice it here? God gave you two ears and one mouth. What's that tell you? Oh, right? she's pulling out those. I did. I the got southernism. Started.
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I do, I think that it's true, though. I think that sometimes we are so, um, we're so concerned with having the right thing to say and having it be cute and quippy and, you know, meaningful. And we love a meme and we love a quotation and stuff. And sometimes we just need to listen. We just need to listen. Yeah. And then I think I think there's one other thing that mm -hmm. came to mind when we were kind of talking about this, and that is a mastermind group. Yes. So this is actually more of a professional thing, but it doesn't have a product to go along with it. But it does relate more to people who are in businesses with their creative mediums. So mastermind groups have become quite a thing in the last year or two, and it's getting together a group of creative people whom you respect and trust, and just talking about your your challenges and your successes, and you know sharing with other people, listening to theirs, and if you have some advice, then grab it and go and. And it's just being around and feeding off of the energy of creative people and applying. It's that whole, you know, you don't have to learn everything on your own. You can learn from other people and you can, uh, you can allow that to penetrate in your life and in your business if you wanted it to. So you weigh the pros and cons and you go for it. Yeah, and having people that is the, the important thing is that you need to trust them and you need to respect what they're doing as well yes. and who they are thing. Mm -hmm. yes. for sure yes definitely yeah and I could see this like just thinking about in a, in a writing standpoint I could see a group like this becoming something a whole lot more mm -hmm. almost like a co-op kind of situation which could be very helpful if you had a group made up of you know maybe you have a couple of people who are really great with editing a couple of people who are really great with graphic design a couple mm -hmm. of people who are really great with marketing um, I mean, you name it. If you if you end up with a group that's that diverse, that kind of has that, may not set you up a co-op situation. Like, yeah. how great would that be? That you you could totally with people who the respect. Thing, yes, you yes. all have respect for one another. You know that those people are good at what they do. They're not just there mm -hmm. to blow steam and talk about themselves. Like they they actually are good and. You've seen the results of that, and so this would be something that would grow over time. And I, I, this whole co-op thing has kind of been in my mind for a while, and I, I do think that that could be something so fantastic. If you do something like this, and it does end up being some sort of co-op situation, that you just need to make sure that the things that you are trading are of equal value. Yeah, and that's where it gets mm -hmm. tricky. It does, mm -hmm. and that's something I'm thinking about. That's a totally other topic that's yeah. in my head. We might have a podcast on it later. Yes. Not today, no. but... <laughs> But, you know, in a few years, maybe. Or maybe one of you listening has something like this. <gasps> yes. Please do tell. tell Be a part all. of our artistic relationships. Yes. <laughs> Let us know all about it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, I feel like, our, is this, I think we're good. This is what we're going to share. And yes. then, do we have a challenge? I think it's sure. pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. So this is the QWERTY challenge for this week should be about opening up a little bit and just you know, dipping your toe into the relational waters of artistic friendships. So try one of these things. Pick a person and just kind of open up and say, hey, do you want to set up a time to just turn on our computers and you know, work in the same time space. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same physical space, although that would be pretty cool too, but the same time space. 
um, that, I think that would probably be the easiest place to start if you are a little bit scared of relationships as I have been in the past and sometimes still am. It just depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> the alignment of the things. Mm -hmm, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's a good place. Do you have anything further? No, I don't. All right. I, just, I think that that was good. I hope that this encourages you and um, sparks something for your creative relationships. Yeah, we are not meant to be alone in this world. So find a friend. <laughs> yeah, like her. <laughs> Yay. Or like her. <laughs> okay, ladies right. and gentlemen. Well, you guys have a fantastic week. And we will see you later and go make something in the meantime. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Courty Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.